Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to another edition of 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after having a life sentence in prison. So here we go, I'm Tito Guerrero, I am your host, and this is going to be a quick one. I really just want to talk about happiness, and this could actually be a very long one, but I just want to broach on the subject and get some feedback. Um, I actually already have got some back from a co-worker who has a bunch of questions, so we will be doing some talks with him later, getting those questions and getting some answers, and maybe it'll answer some questions that some other people have. So anyway, moving on. Happiness, right? What makes us happy? Now, I'm, I'm here to tell you uh, I've, I've been on both sides and I jumped the fence all the time, but I can tell you, we have this misconception of what happiness is. Or some call it peace of mind or, you know, inner beauty, all this different stuff that people will coin around just feeling good about your present situation, no matter what it is. Right. And I'll tell you, I, I have this discussion with so many people because and, and I'm sorry if this takes away from some people, my wife included um, and, and many other people that I know, but. It's all a game. Now, when I say that, I'm sure you're like, yeah, and you probably thought of 20 different things that I'm not even talking about, and you're probably right too. But here's the thing. Think about it. Um, whatever you believe in, whatever kind of creation theory faith you have, at some point in time, we had nothing. Nothing. No phone, no TV. No video games, no flowers. Well, yeah, there were flowers, but I mean, no one was picking flowers and giving them to someone. Nobody said, hey, it's your birthday. Here's a present. Nobody said, hey, did you catch the last episode? There, there was nothing out there. It was just the land and us and animals and survival of the fittest, right? So why? Ask yourself this. And, and, and I want you to really think about it, like clear your mind of everything that you've learned to be right and wrong, everything that you've learned that you're supposed to do, and just say, what really generates happiness for you? What generates peace of mind for you? What makes you content and sleep better at night? Now, once again, go back to the game of it all, right? Think of how many times throughout the course of a year we've been told, we've been taught that someone's supposed to get something. You're supposed to do something. I mean, if you look up national days, they have a freaking day for everything. It's blueberry muffin day. It's cream cheese day. It's all this different stuff, right? And it's all geared up to you going out and spending money, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing to to buy someone something or to go out and do something, to have an experience that you're going to remember, remember, remember. But think about how many times someone gets you something that you don't like, 
well, guess what? They spent that money. And now you might return that and spend a little more money to get something you want. Or maybe you don't return it at all. You donate it to your local charity, whatever it may be. But it's a game. It's a system to get us to to work. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. It's like, you know, to coin another term is modern day slavery. I mean, they enslave our minds with what we should be doing because... If you don't do it, well, gee, you're a Scrooge. You're mean. I mean, literally, a Christmas story. Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge. Like, not to say he was right in not taking care of people. Yes, look out for your fellow human being. But do you have to buy everyone a present because it's Christmas? Is a present what vindicates someone from actually making it to another year of life? Valentine's Day. Now, for a woman and for some men, it's like a big deal because, ooh, this is the day you're supposed to love me and buy me, shower me with gifts and take me out and spend money, right? If you're a business owner, you own a restaurant or whatever it may be, awesome. But what about the rest of us, right? What if you don't own a business? What if you're the guy that works or the gal that works for minimum wage and you don't have that money? What happens next? You're in debt because you take a payday loan. You use a credit card that you know you really don't have the money to repay, but you don't want someone to quote unquote feel bad or you don't want to look bad that you weren't able to do that. I see so many people get overextended for what? Happiness. Happiness, I'm sorry, friends, isn't overextending yourself, getting into debt and then never being able to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Happiness, freedom, peace of mind is just that peace of mind. Let's take that term. Peace of mind. It is a mental thing. Now, what makes me the freaking expert? Well, let's go back to the name of the podcast, right? 15 of Life. So, I was not, and I'm still not perfect at this. Don't get me wrong. Emotion and situations that are going on today tomorrow and the day before all play into to your mental health right and I, I think it's safe to say um there's probably a lot of us that have some kind of mental health issues it might be minor it might be major and we might really bury it under and i hate to say it sometimes buying a ton of crap to make us feel like we're not going through what we're going through when in reality we should probably get rid of everything get stripped down butt naked and realize we're just human beings, and we're all going through stuff. So anyway, I know I'm bouncing all over the place, but I really love this topic. So happiness, right? I was incarcerated, and yeah, you go through some shit. You go through some bad stuff, and, and it's stressful and everything else. How could you ever be happy in prison? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I was pumped up and I'm like, man, I don't even want to go home because I'm so happy. Hell no. I wanted to go home. But my problem was that wasn't going to happen anytime soon. I'll never forget a lifer, um, Sala Bolo, Samoan cat. He came up to me. I just got to, to prison. I'm talking about I hadn't even been there five days yet. It's probably I've been there two or three days. And I'm walking on the yard and he comes up and he's like, Hey, Us, you know, Simone, call each other Us, so it's like, you know, buddy, brother, friend. So he's like, hey, Us, um, let me ask you a question. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, 
Why? How are you showing up with a 15 to life sentence and you're walking around smiling like you're happy? And I told him, I said, man, um, I got to tell you, I, I did two years fighting this case in county jail, which sucked. And I didn't have anything. Now I can buy a TV. I can get contact visits. I can actually sit down with my family. I can like buy a typewriter and I can type stuff and I can order books. Like there's so many things I can do now that I'm in prison. It's so much better. And at least I can make a home out of this. And then he goes, no, 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 homie, check it out. This is not home. This is prison, man. Never forget that. And and I thought about it. And at first, you know, I felt bad because I'm like, this dude's been down for a while. You know, he's been been incarcerated for a while. Who am I to tell him to change up? And I'm the new guy. I need to learn what's going on. You know, I haven't even gone through anything yet. So I didn't say anything. But when I walked off, I really thought about it. And I said, man, um, this is home. And I went back to the old thing, you know, home is where you hang your hat at, right? And a lot of guys in prison will be like, never call this home, that's bullshit, all that, right? But the thing was, is in my mind, I don't want to be stressed out. And if I feel like if I remind myself constantly I'm away from everything that I love, if I remind myself that I'm in a crappy situation, if, I, if that's what I focus on, then that's my reality. So I, I just said, no, nah, it's home, man. I'm going to make home as good as I possibly can. And that's what I did. And I'm not going to say I liked being in prison. And I've heard plenty of people, my wife included, go, man, you talk about prison. You make it sound like it was fun. And I go, don't get me wrong. I can tell you some of the crazy tore up stuff, too. But I try to remember good things and things that kind of let me meet the good friends that I have now that are out of prison and we're all doing good. And... And I just want to remember like how I met him and, and the good times we had. Not the bad times, but we'll, we'll be talking about those too. So that's one way of creating happiness. Then when I really learned that it was just a straight mental thing, nothing else mattered. Because you heard me. I said I made it a good situation because I, I looked at it as it was an improvement on the last two years of my life. Right? It, it was going to give me some opportunities to do things I couldn't do before. So technically, I got put in a better situation. Well, let me tell you about when I got stripped of all that. And I went to administrative segregation, ag, seg, or the whole. What a lot of you think of when you think of prison, because you watch lock up and they're like, they're locked down 23 hours a day. Well, let me tell you, ad, seg, you go to yard twice a week, and sometimes you don't. You get showers three times a week and, you know, you're cuffed up. You get put in a cage where everyone can see you uncuffed. You get your little five minutes with a razor to shave and do everything in the shower. And then you go back to your cell. And, yeah, you're locked up 24-7 for most of those days. And the only time anything opens on your cell is a tray slot to give you a, a plate of some nasty food. So, needless to say, I got caught with a cell phone back in 2004 one of the first people in, in California to get caught with a phone. Not bragging. It just happened to be, you know, that's what happened. So I go to the hole. Man, I'm stressed out. Because not only was I living good, living high on the hog. And I can talk about that a lot. I had a lot of stuff. But obviously, I had a cell phone in prison. And nobody had one back then. So I, I was living good. 
And then I got stripped to nothing except a pair of boxers and a jumpsuit, not even a book. And I'm sitting in that cell. And it's summertime. I was in Vacaville, California. Anyone from that area knows that's a hot part of California. Summertime, it, it gets up over 100 degrees a lot of days. Ad seg, the whole, you don't have a fan. There ain't no air conditioning. You're just miserable. A lot of times what we would do to try to cool down, we would put our sheets and block the door and overrun the sink and just let the water flood in the cell and you just lay down and kind of make a kiddie pool and the water would be hot. You know, it was just crazy. But I get in there and I'll never forget my celly PJ, Bori, Cambodian kid, like he just get up on the bunk and lay down in the hot ass cell throw his little sheet over himself and be asleep in a minute. And so I, I was like, hey, hey, PJ, man, uh, how do you go to sleep? Like, you're out right away. Like, I don't get that. And he's like, man, I, what can I do? I can't do anything. So I lay down and I just kind of imagine a waterfall and I go to sleep to the waterfall. You know, basically he meditates. And I was like, man, ain't you stressed out, man? We're in the hole, man. We, just, man, we had a phone and we had a Game Boy and we had all this stuff. We don't have none now. And he's like, I can't do anything about it. And totally, boom, changed my mind. I started going, that's right. I can't do anything about it. Nothing. I have no control. I cannot, like, kick down the door. No one's going to break me out. Santa Claus isn't going to come through the air vent and, you know, bring me an ice cream. So what can I do? So as soon as I could, I, you know, they would come around with books every once in a while. I, man, give me any books you can. I got a piece of paper and a pencil and they let you write some letters. So I wrote letters saying, man, anyone who can get me a newspaper, anything. I just flooded myself with stuff to read. So that was my new TV. You know, I would read, read all day, work out, <clears throat> you know, talk to my celly. And I I was, you know, I'm not going to say I was <clears throat> overly happy, but I was content. I was content because I accepted the fact I couldn't change what was going on. Um, and to me, happiness... It's a 100% internal and mental thing. If you want to be happy, you're going to find ways to make the best of your situation. Don't get me wrong. Some situations are absolutely horrible. And how are you going to be happy? But at least you can reduce your stress and everything else. So my biggest thing is, you know, what's, what's going on in your life that is quote unquote making you stress? Is it something you're doing to yourself? Like I, I challenge you to this. When you're kind of saying, man, everyone else is happy. Uh, look at me. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Look at everyone around you. Why aren't they doing what you're doing? And, and I do this myself. I'll sit there at work sometimes and go, man, I feel like they're all against me. I wonder if I'm going to get fired and everything. And then I get to thinking about it and I'm like, look at everyone else. They're just walking around doing their job. They're not thinking that. And I know I'm an over-analytical person, so if you say something or do something or look a certain way, I, I dig into it, which is part of some of my other talks in, the, in this podcast about situational awareness and, and always knowing what's going on around you. I, I always had it. It definitely got amplified in prison, so I, I tend to go off into rabbit holes that I probably shouldn't sometimes. But 
then I always pull it back and go, you know what? I got I got a beautiful wife. I got a beautiful daughter. I got family, you know, in different parts of the country, different parts of the world. I got all my bills paid. I have some money in the bank. Like I have so many things to be grateful for. So many things that a lot of people just don't have. So who the hell am I to bitch and complain? But even when I didn't have any of this stuff, I still had so much more than so many others. And so I always had a reason to be thankful and grateful for everything I had, right? And I am thankful and grateful for the time I did in prison. I'm thankful and grateful for being taught patience, humility, you know, um, being able to really step back and assess situations and realize that things aren't always as bad as they seem and it could always be worse, which really helps me get by and not necessarily be 100% happy all the time, but I'm definitely an optimist. I'm definitely someone who, you know, looks at all the different ways something could be. Um, at the same time, I'll poke holes in every boat to, to make sure it's it'll it'll not take on water, right? But happiness, you guys, is is an internal thing. Don't believe what you're seeing on your social media feed. Don't believe what you watch on TV. Don't believe whatever you went to the movies and saw. That's make-believe. Instagram, you know, people putting filters on and, oh, wait, don't post this picture because the light didn't hit me right. I don't like that side of my face. What happened to, remember, I'm dating myself, but remember when we didn't have phones and more importantly camera phones and like you had to go get film developed and you didn't care how anyone looked you took pictures and then had to wait imagine that you had to wait to be able to see if they came out good and sometimes you just had a whole crappy roll of film or the whole roll would get exposed and oh no i lost all my pictures and now everything like you go through any go through your phone right now see how many pictures you have you probably have like a thousand or two thousand or five thousand pictures and videos. That stuff wasn't possible 30, 40 years ago. It that doing that, you'd have to spend, you know, all kinds of money to buy all kinds of video equipment and stuff, and it would take so long to do. So rejoice in your current situation. Rejoice in the fact that what you have today will be looked at as stupid and simple and plain in 20 years. Rejoice in the fact that as a human being, the odds of you even being created were were like trying to hit the lotto five times in a row. And you're here. Be happy that you're here. And if you can hear me talking, be happy you can hear. Be happy you can see. Be happy you have the ability to even bitch and complain. Now, I'm not saying don't strive for bigger and better things. But ask yourself. Does getting a present, something that someone had to go out and buy and box up and put a card on and all this stuff, just to box up and put a card on something nowadays costs 20 bucks and you haven't even bought the damn present yet. People don't even put thought in. People don't even go out and shop. They go on freaking Amazon, click, 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 and there it is. Oh, by the way, can you gift wrap it and put a card with it and sign my name? Like... It is so foreign now, and we still stress out about it. Um, and, and and don't get me wrong. I buy my wife gifts. I buy other people gifts. But for the most part, I, I tell people, it, if I buy something, it's because 
I felt like you needed it, not because you deserve it because it's your uh, date of, you know, hatching out of, you know, your mother. It's because, you know what? Hey, I, I see you struggle all year and here goes something for you. But anyway, I'm going to get off of this. Um, this is going way longer than I thought. I thought it would be more of a 10-minute pod, uh, podcast. So anyway, find your inner chi, your inner happiness. Do it for you and do it with the shoes off approach. Don't do it because of what your mother and father, your brother and sister, your cousins, your aunt, your grandparents, TV, social media. Don't do anything because of something you learned. Do it because in your heart you feel it's the right thing to do. I just assume pay for someone's grocery groceries, I'm sorry, who's sitting at that register trying to figure out what they need to take off because it doesn't fit in their budget. I would rather spend that hundred bucks on that than buy someone a gift and say, you know what? I couldn't get you a gift, but guess what I did? This woman with her two kids couldn't afford all of her groceries and she had to make a decision on what they were going to do without. And because I sacrificed your gift, we gave her the gift of being able to support her family and not look bad to her kids. Something like that. I'm just saying. Anyway, this is Tito. We've been talking about happiness. I want to hear what makes y'all happy, what you think of this podcast, and what you want to hear next. Anyway, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, love each and every one of you for listening, and I'm going to keep it going.